This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. I'm Gus. I'm not live. I'm Brian. I'm alive. And um, <laughs> Gus, I'm here. Li- I'm here, semi live, full conto with the uh, podcast oh, for you. No! <laughs> I was gonna be that like that was I'm gonna be his name. <laughs> <laughs> had it, had it in the chamber. It's a perfectly cromulent word. Cromulent. Um, uh, Gavin, I'm glad you're here. I've been wanting to talk to you about something. You've been you missed the past couple of podcasts. This is true. You met up with Tom Scott, and you didn't tell me. He was, was I supposed to tell I'm you? A big Tom Scott fan. Oh, very, I'm very well, je- I'm a big Tom. I'm Scott. very jealous of uh, of you eating uh, hot sauce and chips with him. Yeah. Well, I actually gave him a tour of Stage Four in like 2019. <laughs> oh, did were I see you not him? There? I might have seen him then. Yeah, yeah. I, I think was I introducing him to people who yeah. were around, but yeah. I mean, it's a bit of a bit of a ghost town that day, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Is he the hot wings guy? Who no. no, that's no. Sean Evans. Oh, you said hot sauce. Wait, they did eat hot sauce together. <laughs> yeah, we just made a hot ones knockoff video. Okay. He, he's like a. I wouldn't know how to describe his channel other than he just makes videos about very interesting things that no one's made videos about before. Yeah, that's, that's a good way a good, to describe it. That's yeah. a good niche. Uh, in this past Monday's podcast, I talked about one of his videos that he had put out recently where he talked about this office at the post office where all they do there is look at the pieces of mail that the OCR software cannot decipher. So it's like mail that has poor, poorly written addresses and then people sit there, you know, look at a scan of a piece of mail and then tell the system where it's supposed to go. Oh, like translate it. Right. Okay. Like it's like, oh, like someone scribbled this and they can't read it. And it's constantly like improving the recognition. So the more time that passes, the more stuff they're dealing with that just sucks even more. Because it's like as, as the recognition has improved, it just means the stuff they're left with to identify is the, like the Very most messed up addresses are like smudged or like water yeah. spilled. On so it. they're it's just actively making their own jobs harder. And harder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, until it's gone. Yeah. The, the process and the <laughs> yeah. system had improved so much that at one point the post office or the post service operated 13 of these centers around the United States. And now there's only one because oh, wow. like, the, the software has gotten so good at. They're reading. making themselves obsolete. Basically. Yeah, but. Like Gavin said, like they're making it like the most difficult ones are all that's left for them the to try to process. Software fires them at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Great job. And there's like just racks of servers that just have like all of the U.S. mailing addresses yeah. in the entire country saved on them. So Great. it's like they don't even need when they see this piece of mail, they don't even need to type the whole address. They just type like a couple of the numbers, a little bit of the street name, and the zip code, and then it knows. Oh, there's only one possible address that starts with this number and has these letters in the street name so at this point they're just down to letters children addressed in crayon <laughs> yeah, or like, to santa or a dog is snacked on a little bit yeah <laughs> he also you? had he also had this other video about this water channel that has an electric current running through it in or and the reason that to it's kill a, all the fish from going upstream yeah, to keep yeah, the yeah. fish from being an invasive species yeah. in a lake so it's like this that. channel of water is electrified so that no fish can go through into a, a lake. And I actually went to that lake to film the fish jump out of the water in slow-mo as a part of uh, <laughs> Did you actually? Planet slow-mo. Yeah. Oh, shit. And Dan, like one, one fish leaped out of the water and just hit Dan in the head. <laughs> it's in Chicago, it. right? Chicago area? Somewhere in that area, yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's, it's like leading up to one of the Great Lakes, if I remember right. Yeah. Or like somewhere around I that area. I feel like Dan is always the subject of something like really unfortunate happening. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like he's always like... 
I don't know, gets hit by something that he shouldn't or like slips on something that he shouldn't. Yeah, it's like handcrafted unfortunateness. Yeah. It's great <laughs> filmed in slow motion. Yeah, that's a that's a good talent to have when you're filming in slow motion. You yeah. need someone like that. Well, it all started with like the soccer ball, right, that you threw into his face like in one of the, your first videos. Yeah. It's like weighted soccer ball, right? Yeah, cuz he lost some dumb challenge we were doing. He, and that made him lose every video for the rest of time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> set him up for success. Uh, like Gavin mentioned, uh, we are pre-recorded. We're not live today. It's Labor Day, well, the day that this is coming out. So if anything majorly news happening happened in the first couple of days of September, <laughs> the reason we're not talking about it is it hasn't happened yet for us. Yes, today is the last day of August. Yes. That we what, what are your predictions for major news? Um, the Artemis is going to successfully launch on Saturday. Ooh. Does so. that is that the one carrying people to the moon no, or going yeah. to the it's moon? It will. This one's unmanned. It's this, like their test. This feels. It feels like we per- perfected this technology. Like, why yeah. are we backtrack? Like, what did we lose? The, the thing is, we did perfect it, uh, and then all those people. Then we stopped doing it. All those people got old and either died or retired, <laughs> and no one oh. remembers how to build those rockets anymore. And it was all analog. Like, it was right. all an eight track that we went to the There's fucking no record moon. of it. No, it's no like. No one wrote they, it down. They, yeah, they, I mean, they did, but then it's like the stuff that gets lost to time. It's like, yeah, yeah we've got it. Where is it? I don't know. It's like, how there no, it's like how there's no movies from the silent era, yeah. or only like 5% are still around. You know, yeah. Trevor was there. I know. For the launch. So, Trevor got, uh, he got to go down to uh, Orlando. To the uh, Kennedy Space Center to be at NASA and like meet people yeah. and see different things and stuff. It was like a really cool experience. And like mm. part of it was also getting like special access for the Artemis launch. And we were looking at the weather before he we were supposed to go, and it, it had thunderstorms every single day in Orlando. And he was like, Oh, I don't like maybe I shouldn't go. And, and we were talking about it a little bit, and he's like, No, I'd rather go and it not happen than not go and it does happen. Yeah. And then like blah, blah, blah. And, of course, it didn't end up happening because of, like, an engine issue, right. I think. Like, there was a leak or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but because he was, like, with this group that had to, like, meet at a certain place and get shuttled to a certain location, he had to wake up at midnight. Wake up at midnight. So he could drive to a location, get there by 1 a.m. And so a bus could then take them to another spot by, like, 2 a.m. or something like that. And then they just, like... Sat around for seven hours. Oh my god! <laughs> Was that like yeah. security or something? Or I think just... it's just because they had so many people yeah. on this thing, so I had to like get everyone and make sure like they had everything organized. And I, I didn't. I yeah. like to picture he gets there, like busts there at two in the morning. Then he busts out like a little sleep mask, and it's like this is where I'm going <laughs> to sleep. Like the next seven hours, Trevor just like powers down there. Yeah, I mean, he said he was basically like we were as close as you could be to it. Like we were the closest people to the actual uh, rocket. Uh, who are, weren't NASA employees. Yeah. And I was like, that's fucking cool. It's a shame they weren't able to launch. That would have been so cool for him. Yeah. Yeah, to like feel the rumble would be so sweet. Yeah. yeah. I also imagine for back. Trevor, it's like looking into an alternate <laughs> universe he could have been a part of since he like studied aerospace engineering and like wanted to go into that field. Yeah. He just uh, sees like a clone of himself yeah. in, a, in a lab coat walking by. He's like, that, that's me. That's me. That could universe. have been. Trevor Trollins. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he could have done crap. that. And he's at Rooster Teeth. Damn. He's an aerospace engineer. Yeah. That's damn. See, yeah. I say journalism. This is like a come up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I know comics who are like, yeah, I was an engineer, but I quit to do stand up. Like that's a <laughs> <Why>? bad decision. 
It's like how Ken Jong to this day insists on being called Dr. Ken just yeah. so you can be reminded that he was a doctor. Yeah. Like, we get it. That's like your whole thing. Yeah. Like the dudes who are in, working in call centers, I get it. Like, yeah. yeah. But like if you had a real job, why? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I can't be that upset about it because that's how I met him is him working at Rooster Teeth. That's true. So yeah. No. Like, oh, it you didn't go into this field. It worked out great. Yeah. yeah. It's not like he's in broadcast or anything, like just slaving away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those guys. The whole room here. <laughs> yeah. Broadcast rocks. Dude. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I think this one's gonna. This Artemis launch is supposed to be unmanned. They're gonna fly it around the moon and back. And I think it lands like in. It comes back after like 45 days, 45 or 60 so it days. Doesn't actually land on the moon. No. Uh, and then the. I think it's it's gonna take like some photos and stuff too, and like. Right. Like they footage. have. They have like mannequins in it, to, uh, like sensors on them to determine like the forces on people to make sure it's safe. And Snoopy, Snoopy as well. They have Snoopy in there. Snoopy is like the official like crew member of the Artemis. That's one. a big get. Yeah. yeah, that's a big get. How'd they get uh, Snoopy on board for that? It, it, I don't know. He only flies biplanes. <laughs> They're gonna put him in a fucking rocket. Hey, he's upgraded, guys. <laughs> he flies a sop with camel against the Red Baron. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a step up. Um, I think it was going to be it's like a doll or something. Is like this that. like, like a stuffed animal? Is this a government thing or is this like some SpaceX? Like no, it's NASA. Elon? NASA. I think, okay. I think the capsule might be SpaceX designed and okay. provided, but the uh, the rocket itself is NASA. NASA and SpaceX have both individually contacted me to film a launch in slow mo, mm -hmm. and every time. It gets to the point where they're like, you have an American passport, right? And I'm like, no. And they're like. <laughs> but that, that shouldn't matter because you have a, isn't a green card good enough? Uh, it, it is not. It's probably for it security clearance. And you're yes. not from like an uh, enemy country or so. You're like from the big brother. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's fine. Like, well, the little Frank, brother. Can you name some enemy countries? <laughs> you know, like if you were like from fucking North Korea or yeah. something, I'd be like, yeah, maybe we're not going to give that to him. Maybe like, Russia. I feel like England knows our shit. Like they've been through our diary. Well, and now like, I'm scared. Like, would I be able to go? Because I don't have an American passport. I'm still Canadian. I don't know. I do know some people who aren't Americans who have <laughs> gone. I'm still Canadian. <laughs> But uh, it was, they basically, I think there's ways to do it, but neither of the people that contacted me could be bothered to go through that process Noted. for me. They're Noted. like, we don't want it that much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's a pain in the ass. <laughs> We're not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think the next launch after this one, if everything goes well, will have people, but they won't land. They're just going to circle the moon. And then I think the launch after that. We really are retrace it. Yeah. We're yeah. having to start over from scratch. Well, so they're just going to Apollo 13 it and come home. Except without all the explosions. Hopefully without that, yeah. Isn't all like the purpose of it basically to see if life would be sustainable potentially on the moon? Like to Yeah, they want to start like a station that like orbits the moon and what? people living on the moon for stretches at a time. How low, how close to the moon can you stay in orbit? Two. <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> because I'm thinking, why don't like they just something. save a bit of fuel and just go as low as possible for an orbit, an orbit and then just have a ladder? <laughs> oh, and just like, Kind of like somebody jumps off and runs across for but a few be, miles. No, you just climb down to the moon. But what, it, wouldn't it be like going around it? Yeah. You got to like get on when it's coming by. So is it like when you're like trying to jump onto like a train that's yeah. moving slowly? Just, <laughs> just yeah. grab the ladder as it yeah. goes over. So low lunar orbit is orbit below 100 kilometers or 62 miles in altitude. So that's a pretty... Still pretty high 62 up mile yeah. ladder? If I had, that might be a problem. If yeah. I had a nickel for every time Gavin proposed something <laughs> involving... 
a planet and a ladder or some type of long rope or some, some type of impossible physics. Yeah, I think one of my solutions for flights was just go to space, wait, and come down, and yeah. then you don't need to fly anymore. I've heard proposals like that now. <laughs> There's like space You're, elevator sci-fi stuff. Wasn't there a whole thing of like, if you had like a rope long enough to the moon or something oh, like lasso that? lasso the moon. Lasso the moon. I forget what, and you like pull it closer. I, I, don't I always felt like, you know, when like elevator cables snap and you fall, you know, mm -hmm. and it plunges and everyone dies. I, for years, thought you could just jump at the, at the point last of second. impact and you'd be <laughs> fine. I mean, it would take... It would take off like one mile an hour, maybe, would it? Off like a hundred and twenty. Yeah, like you might, it, might, it wouldn't hurt. I guess. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> it wouldn't hurt. The rest of it would hurt. Yeah. But that wouldn't. When I worked at the call center, the call center's owner's brother uh, ran an elevator repair place here in Austin, and sometimes when he was having tech problems, the owner of the call center would send me to help his brother, like hook up a computer to an elevator or like diagnose, troubleshoot some problem, yeah. and. Uh, I remember I was working with him at an elevator um, here in town somewhere. And, uh, you know, we're sitting there and I'm waiting for the computer to boot up and run all these diagnostics. And I say, so, you know, you fix elevators. Are you ever afraid of like an elevator falling? He goes, oh, no, you don't have to worry about that. So the brakes always work. They'll always catch you. They'll stop you from falling. So oh. the thing you need to worry about is the elevator shooting out of the shaft up at the top of the building. What? Huh? And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, yeah, the, the brakes stop you from going down. But if the weights, if the counterweights go free and start pulling, they'll just shoot the elevator up through like the Like the end the of top. Willy Wonka. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's tight. Then you get your wishes or whatever. <laughs> you, then yeah, you get a chocolate factory. Surely that won't be... What would happen then? Like it would shoot out the top of the building, and but you, wouldn't it just and then like you're flying over Germany? Would it not just like crash? <laughs> it crash you're like a champagne. Ceiling? You like champagne cork it out of yeah. the building. Yeah. It's like the opposite of falling and hitting the ground. You like go up and would hit it the pop ceiling. up, or would it just like? I mean, uh, depends how much force or like or how strong the, the roof ceiling. is. Right. And, and open elevator shafts. New fear unlocked. <laughs> like people always fall under. Them. Yeah. Not always, but y'all. You know, like every few years. Yeah. I've, I've never seen a video. I want to see a video of this. I saw an awful video one time of uh, like a housekeeper at a hotel in uh, New York mm -hmm. do that where uh, like she was pulling her cart to the elevator. She heard the doors open behind her and she oh, was no. stepping backwards into it. And the, the doors had opened, but the elevator wasn't there. Yeah. And uh. then she just like falls into the shaft. You've never, I'm surprised you've never seen this. Oh, yeah. It's There's one in, in like China or somewhere where somebody's on a scooter and they're, um, they're trying to bang their way. Like the elevator's closed, but they're trying to force it. And then they finally get the doors up, but there's nothing. And they just, just go down. And then that's it. Yeah. Damn. Awful. I saw a video of a, a girl. I think it was like her apartment complex. She dropped her keys down that little like crack between the elevator door. And mm -hmm. she called like maintenance and they said it was going to be $500 for them to get it for her. And so she was like, fuck that. And her get and her friend key. just like finagled this whole like wire hanger thing and ended up finding like other people's keys <laughs> in the process. I guess other people had dropped them down. But like, that's such bullshit. To charge someone $500 to help them get their keys. It's like you just don't want to. Right. You exactly. don't want to. You don't want to go through the trouble. I, uh, I think I, I've, I've mentioned this years ago on the podcast, but something similar happened to me once. I was drunk at <laughs> BlizzCon. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I was at my hotel and I was in the lobby. I'd finished, I like, was going up to my room and the elevator doors opened. I pulled my wallet out to get my hotel room key. I pulled out my key, but I dropped my wallet. It was a trifold wallet. It hit the ground. Folded up into the trifold yeah. and then spun in the air and then went straight down. Oh, like perfect. <laughs> that, like yeah, perfect. perfect. Like it like lined a up. Cartoon. And went straight down. I was like, well, that sucks. And I went to the front desk and similar thing. They were like, oh, yeah, well, we need to call, you know, the, 
I was like, can Amazing. you just send someone down to get it? They're like, oh, no, we need to call the elevator company. I was like, no, it just went like straight down. Could you just send someone to get it? Yeah. Like, no, we need to call the elevator company and we're, we're going to charge you the service call fee. I was like, well, one, that's kind of bullshit. Can, I was like, can't you just let me down there? I'll just go down there and get it. Yeah. Lower me down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or show me the door. Yeah, just to get the, the winch. Like, <laughs> right. The yeah, like surely there's but, a passageway or something. Yeah, eventually they to. got it back and they gave it to me. Did they didn't, they didn't charge the, me. The people in the lift, like as the doors closed, were just like, everyone just like looks down and looks up. Great. Fucking great. I think I've told the story before, too, and I think, Gavin, you were there for this. It was, like, the first month or something I was in Austin. Maybe, like, I guess the first couple months, because you were here, too, at that point. Um, and we were eating at a restaurant, like, some Mexican restaurant. And we all gave, like, our credit cards. And I had just gotten a new credit card, mm -hmm. because when I moved here, I had, like, no American bank account, nothing like that. And I was so happy I finally had my first credit card. And uh, the waitress was bringing all the cards and checks back on like a little tray. And she like was leaning over and giving them. And one of the cards fell off the tray and went straight through the floorboards. It was like an outdoor <laughs> patio. But the floorboards went to like an abyss. Yeah. Like there's no way to get under <laughs> right. there. And, and she was like, oh, no, like someone's card. And I was like, I bet you it's fucking mine. I bet you. <laughs> and she's like giving in fact, she's like, Michael, Lindsay, blah, blah, blah. Uh, okay, so who's missing? And I was like. <laughs> that was be me. I got my meal for free, which so was So you nice. had to wait, but you had to wait to see who's it was. <laughs> yeah. It's like the fucking lottery. Yeah. And, and that's why they're sending the Artemis to the far side of the moon <laughs> to find Barbara's credit card and bring it back. <laughs> Snoopy's going to do an extra... <laughs> he's going to yeah, leave the, the capsule. He's going to go out into space and get you your credit card back. Yep. Nothing more fun than that. I wonder if I ever canceled that card. I don't know if I did. <laughs> yeah. Have you I ever? Think it was like a like a Trudy's or something like that. Do you think it's still under? Probably. Gotta I be. think we should get it. It's gotta be. Mission yeah. Impossible style: go in the middle of the night, tear up a, one of the boards, yeah, you know, yeah. a pry bar, and. Hey, eleven years ago, I <laughs> dropped a car. I'm sure it's still there, like plastic or what. <laughs> yeah, or maybe probably. Yeah, because it's one of the. It was like an outdoor patio that is like completely like. I don't know how to describe it, but the wood basically goes all the way down to the ground. It's like up on stilts or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. it's like completely covered in. So I don't know. It's probably, or maybe like a squirrel took it yeah. for its nest. <laughs> it, it's ordering so much shit on like nuts.com. Saw like a spike in there. <laughs> Q3. Does, like. Is nuts.com a real site? Yeah. And is it PG? No, yeah. They sell, they, they sell nuts online. Really? Yeah. I see that, that. So I see their TV commercials every now and then, and it drives me crazy because they're like nuts.com since 1908. Like, how the fuck <laughs> have you had a dot-com business since 1908? This doesn't make any sense. Well, Did they anyone... have free shipping at twenty nine. That's like Nintendo saying they've been around since the 1800s selling cards. It's right. Like, you know what we mean, Nintendo. <laughs> Come on. When did y'all start making video games? <laughs> right. Nuts.com. It's real. <laughs> They didn't sponsor us. Don't go there. <laughs> Pay me nuts.com. Make that the title. Pay me nuts.com. Pay me in nuts. Any company successfully guessed .com in their name? Like a company like pre.com. Like a company just called itself something.com? Yeah. You know, like how, how sometimes a product gets invented and there's already like the URL taken by some obscure company, but even like predating URLs. Oh. oh man, I don't know. Like I just can't picture the use case where someone would make something and then call it .com at the end. Yeah. What does com stand for? I think initially commercial, I think it meant like commercial. Think, yeah. yeah. Oh really? Okay. Mm -hmm. Cuz I know WWW's World Wide Web obviously, or but if commies. That's right. Com. Eric. <laughs> I always see these videos of people quizzing uh 
Gen Zers on like things that for us is like basic knowledge. Like what does WWW stand for? Mm -hmm. And people just have no idea. It's crazy how yeah. much stuff you just like don't even register because it's so common. That's why yeah. we're having to go back to the moon. Yeah. Exactly. Like, all all, all the Snoopy. Nazis who helped us the first time are dead. <laughs> so uh, no more no more World War II Nazis to build a rocket. Uh-oh. Gotta start over from scratch. Was that did they did the did the were those all Nazis? Uh, absolutely. Werner like, von Braun and all of those guys. Oh yeah. I watched October <laughs> Sky. He seemed really nice in that. <laughs> He didn't seem like you would think. He made know? the V one rocket, and then he became American and helped build a Saturn V. Oof, <laughs> man! They really glossed over that part. You, you kind of—it was more about—it was more about Jake Gyllenhaal not wanting to work in the coal mine. As I recall, <laughs> he wanted to make rockets. Oh yeah, that was a—it's a very problematic history with the, the space program. Man, well, I guess yeah, we were in the space race and had to. Man, but talk about. Yeah, geez. Well, that's like, that's some like corners. That was like the whole race to Berlin at the end of World War II between right. uh, the Soviet Union and like the United States was like who's going to get all the scientists and who's going to get all the technology. Uh, that's why like everyone was racing through Germany to try to carve up as much of it as they could, mm, uh, yeah. leading to the Cold War. That way, they was like, all right, now now we're enemies, and now I got this, you got that, go. My grandfather was in that. He was in France. He was like army infantry and he was involved in that shit. But oh, really? he like didn't talk about it. So it's like you knew it was bad. Like he didn't really. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, wasn't, it wasn't great. Kind of glossed over it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, that stuff's crazy. I was watching the other day. Like I'm so starved for like watching new content. The other day I was like flipping through Netflix. I was like scrolling forever. And there was like some documentary about Pearl Harbor. I was like, all right, fine. I put it on. It's not like um, I, know, I like World War II stuff. You were in the mood for that? Yeah, why not? Right. Um, <laughs> and so I was watching it, and like, I like I feel like you've heard the story a million times, but you know, there's like they they're interviewing people. Pearl like, Harbor, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like oh, they're, yeah. they're interviewing people who were there. Like, oh, they like some cool stuff that you'd never heard. I'd never heard before. And then like the documentary took it only touched on this very briefly, and then moved on. But it was something I'd never thought about. They're like, yeah, you know, after as the Japanese were attacking, the United States, you know, started firing back like anti-aircraft and shells and guns and everything. And a lot of those shells ended up landing in civilian areas on the island, uh, killing civilians who were just like out and about. Oh. Like 42 civilians died because of, quote unquote, friendly fire, like bullets just landing back on popular like on Honolulu Jeez. because of that. It's like uh, it's like at UT, the tower shooter. Um, they, uh, when he started shooting, every all the people on the ground got their own guns and started shooting back <laughs> up. So it was hard to go, like, take him down. You know, they were trying to kind of fly over and stuff, but there was so much gunfire from the ground. But I guess that's not a perfect comparison. No, it's, it's like bullets going over the top and, like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah we were just shooting each other, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen that bullet? I think it's from... I think it's from the Battle of Tripoli, maybe? Where um, it's like the two bullets and one has hit the other. No. It's like a, like they're this like stuck through. Each yeah, they're like stuck through each That's other. That actually happened. Yeah. Holy like shit! One bullet was flying through the air and another bullet came and intercepted it and like someone found it after the battle was over. It's like what are the fucking odds right. that right. like one bullet hit another bullet? I in mean, flight? I guess if a bunch were flying around. Yeah. Probably yeah. pretty long happen. odds, or you'd see it all the time. Yeah. That's why it's a big. I feel like Pearl Harbor was a bad move by Japan. Now that I think about it. <laughs> Why do you say that? Hot it's kind of like, okay. Hot take. 
Hear oh wow. damn. Right, but hear cool. me out. Like they got a good lick in, <laughs> but it's kind of like an Elden Ring when you see a boss that you know is too big for you to handle. Like this big at like I've run too far ahead and there's this dragon. I'm gonna go try. And you get like one good lick in, and then he wakes up and you're just like and he just rinses you. <laughs> I feel like that's what the I don't know, it just seems like a dumb move. It, I think the the thought was that they could set the United States far enough behind that they yeah. would then be able to like do a bunch of shit in the Pacific Ocean and that the United States would be like, oh, well, nothing we can do about this. And like we've, they've just, gotten too big at yeah, that point. Yeah, kind of give up. To, and the yeah. United States would kind of give up. But the United, States, <laughs> the United States turned into like one giant factory in World War II. Yeah, like, the yeah, amount yeah, yeah, of yeah. stuff that this country made uh, for a war is like mind blowing. Like if you think about like the, the when you do what you when you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. Yeah, the the military industrial complex woke uh, up. Wait, we get to go to war and be racist? Like, woo, let's go! Just instantly, like within like by nightfall, we were just. I feel like up. there's a lot of people who are like, if that were the opportunity they were given, they would take it. What in this country? Like, opportunity to go to war and be racist. Oh, it's <laughs> like, the it's the wheelhouse. That's just a pitch right over the middle of the plate. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. just For, throughout all of World War II, Germany built about 119,000 planes. Okay. In 1944 alone, the United States built 96,000 planes. Jesus. Like in one year, they built almost as much as Germany did in the entire war. <laughs> that is America. So, that is so many fucking. Like, I think they built more than every other country added up together. It looks like. Did oh, no, you ever? And did you ever look up like, or have you ever? You, this sounds like something you might have also looked up, but like what it would take to invade mainland United States? That would be nuts. Like no other country has that capability yeah. to like fly enough troops over without us spotting it. And then just blowing, yeah. like, it's just impossible. Even in Risk. Like, you play yeah, Risk yeah. and you're like, man, invading the United States sucks. <laughs> They're so far away. What, yeah. what does it take to actually start an invasion? Like, could I just walk through immigration and be like, <laughs> like, why are you coming? Why are you come to the US? And I'm like, I'm invading. In invasion. Like, what? what yeah, do but I, what they do I arrest need? you though. Like, it's that's a failed invasion. Re like, reason for entry: invasion. <laughs> reason for entry: coup. <laughs> Just being like brutally honest <laughs> yeah. with the violent revolution. <laughs> violent. We're, we're not going to allow you in today. No. Yeah. You get Shit. you get put in that little like cell area. <laughs> like they sent you off. They're like, we're going to need to see you. We need to talk to you in a private room. We need secondary screening on this. Yeah. <laughs> Funny like story. oh, you need to fill out this form. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a U.S. passport? Oh, uh -oh. bad. Uh, well. A green card. <laughs> Today's episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is sponsored by MeUndies. We've all heard of gut instinct, but have you ever heard of butt instinct? It's when your butt tells you it wants new undies. Well, guess what? You should listen to your butt. Uh, luckily, we work with MeUndies, makers of the most buttery, soft, and sustainable undies, bralettes, and socks that exist. Uh, if you've never tried them before, it's a great time to start because they're currently offering their best deal in years. You get 20% off your first purchase, free standard shipping, and free returns when you go to MeUndies.com slash Rooster Teeth. Uh, you know how I feel about MeUndies. Been talking about them for years. Love the fit. Love the patterns, love the company. I'm a MeUndies guy, clearly. Uh, I would show you, but I'm sitting on them right now. What do I have? I think I have like green zigzag ones right now. Take my word for it anyway. Best underwear uh, in the game, hands down. I almost wore the sushi once today, but I changed at the last second. I don't know why. Anyway, uh, let your skin sing a song of joy with undies, socks, and bralettes that feel as if they're spun from silken clouds. Guaranteed to be the softest stuff you've ever felt in your life. Their signature micro modal fabric is sustainable, breathable, and as stretchy as heck. There are new colors and prints dropping weekly, so there's always something exciting to check out. Each pair is available in sizes from extra small to 4XL. 
Uh, I'm going to get with them. We're going to find out if they have an extra medium or not. Uh, they even have free to join membership where you get free shipping on every order and exclusive perks like an item ship to your door every month, secret sales and early access to their newest stuff. To get 20% off your first order, free shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash Rooster Teeth. That's MeUndies.com slash Rooster Teeth. Thanks, MeUndies. This episode of the Rooster Teeth podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Making websites on your own is hard. There's many awful website building platforms out there with limited features that make ugly, poorly optimized sites Lucky for you, Squarespace is the go-to all-in-one platform to build beautiful online presences or run your business. Doesn't matter if you're a small business, a content creator, or anything in between, Squarespace seriously has everything you can need to build a website that suits your needs. Uh, to name just a few of the features, they got member areas. You can connect with your audience to generate revenue through gated members-only content. Uh, every Squarespace website is embedded with SEO tools to help maximize uh, prominence among search results and Square, all Squarespace sites are optimized for mobile so their content looks great whether you're on your laptop, phone, tablet. Looks good. You've heard me talk about Squarespace for a long time. I appreciate how super simple to use everything is. Just point and click, uh, no coding required with their great templates. You get up and running in no time. I love it. I think you should give it a try. Uh, the bottom line is this. After you've poured so much time into launching a brand or starting a company, making a website shouldn't be the hardest part of the process. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash roosterteeth to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Today's episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by DoorDash. Why is deciding what you want to eat one of the hardest parts of the day? Maybe you want a home-cooked favorite, but don't feel like going to the store after a long day of meetings, errands, and chores. Uh, or you want something exciting and new, but you'd rather stay in and catch up on your favorite show. Thankfully, DoorDash connects you with everything you want, whenever and however you want it. It's not just restaurants. You can even get groceries and other essential items delivered with DoorDash in under an hour. With over 300,000 partners, you can support your neighborhood go-tos, or choose your favorite national uh, restaurants like Popeye's, Chipotle, Cheesecake Factory. I love ordering from Chipotle as much as the next guy, but the selection of local restaurants is a real game changer. Uh, awesome listeners will probably have heard of Bird Bird Biscuit, local spot that makes insanely good breakfast sandwiches, even there on DoorDash. I got some actually the other day for myself and Chris uh, on DoorDash. It was really good. Uh, with DoorDash, you're not just... Why did I buy Chris lunch? I need to, maybe he owes me lunch. Uh, with DoorDash, you're not just getting the things you love, but supporting the community you love too. From the stores and restaurants to Dashers driving around, each purchase provides a new opportunity for everyone involved because with DoorDash, there's a neighborhood of good in every order. For a limited time, you get 25% off uh, your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code ROOSTER. That's 25% off up to $10 in value off your first order when you download the DoorDash app. In the App Store, enter code ROOSTER. Don't forget, that's code ROOSTER for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. Oh, man. Do you that think you're ever going to get your citizenship? I'm sure people ask you that all the time, but... No, I didn't see the point. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Uh, well, the only advantage I could think of is being able to go film a rocket. Or being able to vote be able to, mm, yeah. is yeah. a big one, but also, like... And I'm also, like... The permanency. Like jury duty and all that shit. Oh, right. It's not that big. I've... I've it's I, not that I'm big, yeah. 44. I've been called for jury duty once. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're well, not 44, you fucking liar. <laughs> I'm 46. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying it gets even better. Yeah. Look into the future. It was, yeah, and it was, and I was just like said obvious stuff to get myself disqualified. They were like, <laughs> can you be impartial in this? And I was like, no. Because <laughs> I was like, I had to work. Like, we, I was like yeah. busy with something at work. And I was like, yeah, I can't. And they're like, okay, well, then you can go. It is such an interesting process to me. Mm -hmm. The idea of like picking a bunch of random people to make a decision about the future of someone's life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the a fairest way, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it gets so rigged. But like, it, it's just strange that it's like, 
these people aren't experts. Like, yeah, they right. could hear evidence and hear like both sides and all that stuff and everything that, you know, the lawyers have to present. But like, yeah, they're making the decision. Also, who are these people that get g- agreed upon? Right. It's like, right. Well, we don't want anyone too smart. We don't want anyone too, too dumb. <laughs> it's like or too biased on either side. Right, it's like it, yeah, there's there's a really, really old joke of you never want to put your future in the hands of 12 people who are too stupid to get out of jury duty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yep. That's a good way of thinking about it. The old, old joke. Um, yeah, I feel like the uh, the green card is easier to get rid of than citizenship. Like if I'd want to move somewhere else eventually, yeah, I could just let it expire. Whereas, yeah. Or I could just, but like renouncing citizenship seems like a thing. Would you even have to renounce well, I mean, I'd have to pay yeah. U.S. Taxes. 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 See, for with, uh, what I did in Canada, I just had to become a non-resident. So that, you just have to prove that you have no property, no bank accounts, and stuff like that. But, yeah, I think you can do something similar in the United States. Like, if you're living and making your money overseas, mm-hmm. you, you still have to file, but you just have to prove that you lived and earned your money overseas. But there's a threshold. Like, once you earn over a certain threshold, then they're going to start uh, dipping into that. If yeah. you want to... I, I would just recommend just stay in the country you were born in, unless you really love paper. Mm, paper Gavin work. hates immigration. You heard it here, breaking on the, the Risky podcast. <laughs> Gavin you says, stay in a... your own country. No. <laughs> Didn't you tweet a big stack of, like, this was a, a year yeah, or so ago, of all the stuff you had to fill? <laughs> yeah. 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 Was this for, like, when you first moved here? Yeah, to, re- to renew my visa? visa one year. And oh. then the green card was, like, even bigger. It's just a lot of inconvenience. Yeah. I that think it's smart. Something. Yeah, don't go for full citizenship yet. Maybe wait till <laughs> give it another few years yeah, and see how things pan here. out here. Yeah, and, you know, just I'm we, we may be having new passports for new parts of the country. Yeah. We don't know. Your, just hedge your bets. <laughs> yeah, and I'm only kidding. You should follow your dreams. Chances <laughs> are you probably weren't born in the right place anyway. Go and find where that is. What are the odds you're born in the right place? Very slim. slim. It's a big world. Yeah, if you could live anywhere. Like without having to go through the paperwork and citizenship stuff, blah, blah blah blah. Do you think where do you think you'd pick? Oh man, man, I don't know. Uh, not Texas. <laughs> it's not tough. so hot. It's tough Definitely. because you want to be in a good place, but you also don't want to be so far away from everyone you know. I don't like, know. <laughs> I guess it depends on the person. Because like I, New Zealand sounds pretty cool. New Zealand's pretty awesome. But so does like Switzerland or Sweden. Like those places seem like really. Comfortable places to live. Yeah. I would try Canada. Yeah. Well, if you need some help, I'll <laughs> see what my sister-in-law did. <laughs> I, I would probably go Ireland mm. because still, still English speaking, so I could do stand-up. Yeah. And I would be a tiny bit exotic because I'm American <laughs> yeah. and I could get so like just a little but I could but I look just like them I could yeah, blend in yeah you would in. fit in super well like in the corner of an Irish pub with a Guinness you yeah, would look right yeah, yeah, yeah right mm-hmm. like I'd be the American Brian yeah. the American over there <laughs> it'd be the great it would be you'd fucking you'd be the character yeah yeah, and then, uh, oh, I got a show here. I'm actually uh, MCing later before karaoke. And they'd be like, hey, we'll stick around. Yeah. I like the idea that you'd like, in this dream world of picking any country to live in, you'd still be doing stand-up. Yeah, he's living much. his dream. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I do. Because I agree with you about like New Zealand and stuff, and like beautiful and everything. But I would still want to do sets somewhere. Like, yeah. so, and I'm sure they got places there too. But Probably. I'm not crazy it's about the accents down there. I don't. I don't New love Zealand? New Zealand, Australian, and New Zealand. I, I don't. I don't. But you like the Irish oh, I love one? Them. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's cool. New Zealand's just a bit far from everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what's that's great about problem. it. <laughs> it's great if you're like not busy, or if you're antisocial. 
Hey. An introvert. <laughs> I'm like I'm introverted, but I still like having the option to be, you know, me too. to do something. Yeah, me too. That's where I that gets me. Well, there's still like a couple of big cities in New Zealand. Yeah. Auckland and Wellington, Christchurch <laughs> to a lesser degree, <laughs> to a much lesser degree. Fly over to yeah, how Australia. populated? Like, what's the biggest city in Auckland? Is that Wait, like Auckland? a million people? Like, what I are think we talking Auckland's about? Auckland's around a million. Okay, Auckland. it's Decent. funny. I saw a friend of mine from Australia. She like posted something uh, a while back, being like, you know, a lot of my American friends are always talking about like, um, I'm scared to go to Australia because of like all the spiders and animals that could yeah. kill you and stuff like that. Whereas my Australian friends are afraid to come to America because of gun violence and like the mass shootings <laughs> yeah. that are happening here. And it's like, well, that's, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of things that could kill you in all countries. Those spiders so, are scary though. Yeah. Like whenever they put, po- that is scary. I, that is still more scary. to Do me not let those spiders into our country because then they'll have guns. Yeah, and they Thank have eight you. legs, and they can <laughs> they can hold a ton of guns. Oh my god! When, when the Australian spiders come, I'm gonna be like, I'm so sorry what I said about y'all's accents. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry I said that on the pod. You know how they edit things to make you look better. So apparently, yeah, yeah, Auckland yeah. is about one and a half million people. Wow. Wellington's only about two hundred twelve thousand. Christchurch is bigger, three hundred eighty-one thousand. Oh wow! I thought Christchurch was smaller than Wellington. What a name, Christchurch. That's some colonial ass shit, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of Christ churches around the world. Are there? Yeah. Oh. Christ churches, not towns called Christ churches. No, it's like places called Christ churches. Are oh, watching yeah. these. It's uh, like Springfield or something. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, just like <laughs> one in every state. Uh, I've been watching these YouTubers named Kara and Nate. They're like travel vloggers. Yeah. And right now they're putting out a series of videos. They went on a cruise ship to the North Pole. And it's like a seven-day boat trip that takes you up there. And then you, like, stay on the pole for, like, a day or two. And then they, like, come back. Were they bummed that there's no actual pole? Well, the, the captain, <laughs> like, basically <laughs> was trying to, like, angle the ship and, like, back up and, like, get perfectly on, like, the center Just of... on the top of the world? Yeah. I'm surprised there's not, like, a cue for that. Like, a line. Like on, like on Mount Everest. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. like well, let's park on the pole and there's just like seven ships behind. Right. Is that some shit that we're only able to do because of climate change now? Or like, oh, I'm I sure it doesn't know. hurt. Yeah, sure. It, well, it's like a, a very, like the boat is like really intense and like crashes through all the like the ice. Oh, like, like an icebreaker ship. Yeah. Oh, we should do some of that. We should do that for Ship It's the Fan. That's interesting. Yeah, you should. But oh, you should go on a cruise for that podcast. Oh, we have talked about that. And, and if we are more successful, yes, we will definitely. Yeah, well, I'll send you a link to this. Series. Cool. Yeah. It's for, really yeah, that fun would be to watch. Fun. I'm looking at it right now. It's yeah. really cool. And they did like um, the polar plunge up there, mm-hmm. which is like jumping into the water. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I can't imagine. You're literally on the top of the world, jumping into the ocean. That's like, you know, below freezing. Can you imagine if you're like, uh, your your cruise ship is positioned directly on top of the North Pole, and you run to the bathroom and take a dump, and it's like you took a dump directly onto <laughs> the world, <laughs> oh on top of the world. the world. <laughs> you just took a shit on Earth, and it just like filtered down. Yeah, is I it, feel like that'd be so cool to do that. Four videos out of this going up to the North Pole. Yeah, oh, well, really I think they have a, one more. It. Is yeah. it harder really? to get to that pole or the South Pole? I think the they South also pole. they the, the same couple went to Antarctica as well, um, a while ago. But I don't I don't know about what's harder. I though. think it's yeah. it's harder to get down to the South, south pole. pole because more land. Yeah, there's a lot more pass. land. Yeah. You can't just like get on a boat and get there. You got to like. Next, they should go to. Uh, they yeah. should just split up, do one each. Yeah, and just have the sandwich. Or each, yeah, each of them take such a long journey. A, a slice of bread, bread yeah. and yeah. make an earth sandwich mm-hmm. at the poles. 
Trevor and I did that when he was in Australia for uh, that Let's Play Live tour you guys did a while ago, um, where he was like, all right, put the bread down now. I'm doing it too. And we took a picture. <laughs> we were making a, a sandwich. Was it from the same loaf? No. It doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> to make a proper sandwich, you need some bread from the same loaf. Who uses two different loaves of bread for a sandwich? Well, if maybe it's the last piece of bread in one loaf and nope. the new piece of bread in a new loaf. It needs loaf. to be the same brand then. <laughs> I'm, now I want to make a sandwich to eat at home from two different loaves of bread. Because yeah. I've never done that, and now I feel like I need to do that. It would be better, surely, because you get different flavors. Right. Different flavors and textures. I like this. Um, uh, what, what's his name? Carl Pilkington one time said one of the dumbest and funniest things I've ever heard. Uh, I was on that podcast with um, Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant. Yep. Um, we said, you know, speaking of Australia, that all the scary spiders live in Australia because you know how spiders like to hide under rocks? Mm -hmm. Like the earth is one giant rock and Australia is at the bottom. So it's like the bottom side of the rock. <laughs> That's where all the sp scary spiders and insects and everything live. I was like, that was really somehow at the same time super yeah. funny it and super stupid to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Simultaneously. It's uh, wrong, but there's logic to it. Right. Like, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I, I see why you got there, but I don't agree with you, but it's really funny. Um, I, uh, I sent Gavin this video last week or the week before of, uh, speaking of planes a little while ago, of, uh, I guess someone had captured like slow-mo, like 1000 frames per second footage of this F-22 fighter plane. Oh, it's so cool. Flying around. It looks super cool. But, uh, then it got me wondering, it's like, oh, that we were like digging into it. It's like, oh, well it costs $68,000 an hour to fly this plane. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're, fl they're filming at a thousand frames a second. So it's like, if you filmed it the entire time it was flying, each frame of footage costs about two cents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so. Imagine a counter for two cents going up a thousand times every second. Like, yeah. Ah, turn it off. <laughs> land the plane. Land, land, land. It's like, you got to hope you get the shot on the first try. <laughs> but it looked really cool um, watching it like, fly around and vector around at like a thousand uh, frames a second. Must have been really difficult to get those shots. It's on especially the tight ones, just because yeah. you know, like you're in a helicopter and the jet's like, uh, you got like a slight delay between your monitor and what you're actually seeing. That's oh. what I struggle with the most in shooting Phantom is I'm tracking something. The, the refresh rate of the monitor, like receiving images from the camera is behind where I need to be. Uh. So I need to like lead stuff. It's, it's oh, extra wow. difficult on a plane that's not like... I never knew that it, that was the case with It's the probably minuscule too. It's probably only like a couple milliseconds, but it's yeah. like when you're dealing with... Yeah, that's been high times, speed. It adds up. I, I discovered this like ages ago when I was trying to film like a bow and arrow shoot across the frame from left to right. Is that I could never see it, but if I just looked at the arrow with my eye and just went like that, I would get the shot. Oh, if I was oh. looking through the monitor, I would never get it. That's so funny. Yeah, that's wild. There isn't like like some kind of jib arm with like that software assisted that helps track now at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah they can do that with the motion. Um, yeah. If, if and if it's too fast for a camera to physically pan, like it's like a we did this with tank shells. They just you just film into a mirror, and the mirror goes bloop. Oh! And the mirror can track it based on like it will see the object pass a point, and then it will pass the second point. Calculate speed, and then the mirror will be just perfectly just, track just, it. That's really fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, it's cool tech. <laughs> Do you need like a special highly reflective mirror? Because I know like different mirrors have different amounts of light that they reflect. Like, do you need like a special mirror that reflects? more light than like a typical bathroom because like a, ma a bathroom mirror only reflects like 40 percent light yeah and also a bathroom mirror the reflective surface is behind glass and right. you can't you need like a front 
silvered mirror. Uh, I think the entire tracking system with the mirror, which was about this big, was like 170 grand. There it is. Whoa. How much is the Phantom's like quarter of a million or something like that? Something insane. Yeah, the fastest camera is like close to 300. Holy shit. Holy fuck. The slow motion camera? Damn. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, if it's that, if it's that special, why I rent? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it's not like there's. It's not like a piece of technology that they're selling to every consumer in the United States. Right, it's, like, it's very specialized. Right, we're gonna make several of these and sell them. Yeah. They actually don't make any. They don't have one. Like, they have a demo unit, but they never just have one ready to go. Like, if you order a Phantom, it's like they okay, build we'll, it. we'll build one. Yeah, <laughs> and it'll be ready in a few months. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would do the same thing and rent. <laughs> I'm borrow this and then give it back. <laughs> Oh, What's funny is I've been renting this, like, it's called the TMX, like, the super fast one that's, like, really, really expensive. And I assume they had, like, a few rental units, but it's really just one demo unit. And every time I get it, all of my presets are still on it. Like, oh. little, So you're like, the only one renting it, probably? Well, I'm the only one, like, making presets and stuff. Oh, okay. Gotcha. For, like, frame rate and... What? I thought it was just gonna be, like, the exact same as when you, like, dropped it off and it's the same when you like, pick it up. Like, yeah, no, no one touched one's it. Touched it <laughs> no, it's, it's a very busy camera. That's why I can... Oh, wow. I've only been on tablet a few times. This camera's so busy. <laughs> it's a busy boy. <laughs> He's booked up. <laughs> oh man. Um I, I saw this posting earlier today on Craigslist that uh I shared with Eric right before we went live. Uh it was on the New York Craigslist and oh, this is the one you sent us. Yes. Uh I'm gonna read the title of this. It's a it's a job posting. Forty two jobs. Forty two shady people needed, the shadier the better. <laughs> then like six dollar signs. And it's like you read through this list and it starts insane and then just gets crazier and crazier as you're going down this list of jobs. Should we do a thing where you read through them and we say if we would do it or not? Sure. Great uh, idea. Pick yeah. a number between 1 and 42. 7. 7. Job 7. We're looking for someone who can co-create one-minute YouTube videos. Looking for someone who is good at improv and a script writer. You will be trained first. If you are an actor and can read the scripts, this may be for you. Yeah, absolutely. If That's you have like tailor-made for you. If yeah. you have a degree in script writing, creative writing, communication, or marketing, we will contact you first. $150 for three hours. Ah, oh, that's it? 50 bucks, hour I guess 50 bucks an hour is pretty good. Yeah. For yeah, a I would one do it. Video? Hell yeah. For someone with that degree? Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. Hey. All right, Brian, you're up. <laughs> I have a marketing degree. <laughs> Pick a number. Pick a number. One to 42, uh, not seven. 20. 20, okay. <laughs> Job 20. <laughs> cool sculpting and lipo. <laughs> and lipo? Yeah. Like lipo section. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We need someone to go up to people that you think need the service and make videos talking about the service from a clinic needing clients. Part-time. $150 for one hour. You basically I, are I would do that. Like that. So go up like, and tell people like, hey, I got a product the, for you. The problem yeah. is you need to identify, go to be like, hey, you look kind of fat. Let me tell you about cool, yeah. scu cool sculpting and liposuction. It's like, it's like on, do you ever see like on TV news when they're talking about like America's obesity epidemic and they have all these with the heads cut like the off? faces, like, yeah. God damn. It's awful. And both those people know that they're, it's them. Uh, Gavin, yeah. pick a number. 37. 37, going down the list. Okay, this one's one of the crazy ones. I like this one. Restaurant promotion. Th job 37. Okay. Restaurant promotion. I need about 15 people to stand outside and pretend to wait in line outside the restaurant. Yes. I need other people to sit at the tables to make it look crowded. 
This is for two hours at 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., $100 per person. Easy. This is a new brunch place. I need 15 people to stand in line Sunday morning, $100 for two hours for the next three Sundays. 100%. That's yeah. like the best one. Yeah. <laughs> they do that in comedy. Uh, it's called papering a crowd. Oh. It's just like, yeah, you just give tickets away or whatever. It, it, there was one that you were telling us about um, where you just get paid to get chiropractic adjustments. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you have to be over 50. You got a way to spoil it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Job <laughs> 18. <laughs> we need someone to make an appointment with at least 30 chiropractors in your area and get an adjustment for our chiropractic review site. We will pay for your copay and any fees to get there. You will be running the website. Long-term partnership positions with this are available for those that do not have a job and are qualified to run the site. Must be over 50 years old and have some type of back pain for this position. $250,000 per year. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. But you have to get your yeah, mic's in. <laughs> but you have to get your back adjusted like 30 times. At least 30 times. But over the course of how long? Because if that's thing. like... It's for the site. Like, 24 hours. So if you did it in a year, what's 250,000 divided by 30? 250, 1, 2, 3, oh, divided good. by 30. That's uh, about 83, 33. So 8,000 bucks per chiropractic adjustment? Yes. So it's almost literally eight grand a pop. Yeah. I uh, don't trust chiropractors. Uh, uh, like whenever uh, they show those adjustments <laughs> on YouTube, you're just cracking your neck. Like, sorry, we can't breeze over that amazing pun. I'm sorry, sorry. Just sorry. Made. <laughs> Said eight grand a pop. Ah... Uh, <laughs> Hey, hey uh, can you read job 27 for me, please? <laughs> I wanted to read 21, but I'll read 27 first. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. <laughs> job 27. One-time job. $50 per call. Average six minutes per call. We will call you and will pretend to be the manager and argue with us on what we are trying to complain about. Example, we got a 46-minute massage and it should have been 50 minutes we paid for. You will try to argue with us and eventually give us our money back or a comp massage. No scripts provided. You must be good at improv. This job is only needed for one day. $200 for four hours of calls. I, before we move on, what, 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 what is this? The, is this for like some a Nathan reason, throughout the listing, it keeps going back about like, I feel like there's a couple of jobs where it's like, revenge. I'm, like, yeah, they're like revenge based or like fetish. I, I, like specifically, thing. like the massage thing was like four minutes short. I feel like he goes back to that a couple of times, and it's like something really happened. So they want you to play the manager of a place, right? That and they're gonna call correct. and argue with. Is it like to practice, like a Nathan, or, like a rehear the like rehearsal? rehearsal thing? I don't know. Or, or maybe is it like, like a, to do in front of someone. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Like they're doing it in front of someone performatively. Like let's say it's like. Your your wife is like you should call and get your money back. Like this is unacceptable. Right. It's like you're so okay. not assertive. Reach. I'll show you. Yeah, I'll job you. fifteen. Uh, job fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> this is related. Job fifteen. I got a bot massage. Okay, so there's grammatical errors in some of these, so it's hard to read. <laughs> I got a bot a massage at a day spa for fifty minutes. I only got a forty six minute massage since he was two minutes late and ended two minutes early. I was shorted four minutes and I paid $140. I will PayPal $100 for anyone that calls the day spa and lets them know that what they did was wrong. You will send me the recording. One-time job only. I like how they're complaining that they were shorted four minutes for a $140 massage, but are willing to pay someone $100. Because it, it's, it's the, the principal. Yes, yeah, the principal. <laughs> and it was clearly like the last four minutes that they were looking the most forward. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. One, one of my favorites is job 21. Luxury elevator review site. <laughs> uh, we need someone to go to hotels and critique their elevators for our site. 
you will be complaining about smoothness, ventilation, speed of elevator, brushed or polished nickel, etc. Etc. Uh, you will be making YouTube video reviews comparing elevator qualities. Must be over 42 years old for this job. $75 per hour, four hours. Oh my god. I'll take it. I'll do that. It's, you know, I, yeah, I heard that, that job has some ups and downs. Help! Yes. The boo. <laughs> anyway, there it is. This whole posting is like drug-filled lunacy. Yeah. Like you just keep reading, you're like, what is this? Is it all about the same person? So uh, this is one listing. It's one listing. One listing. I, I, I don't know. They, they keep, he, this person keeps saying we or the company. So I don't so know what they're Across all at. the job listings, how much money is up for grabs? I can't even begin. I mean, if one question. of them is $250,000 for the year. like You're talking millions, I feel my like. God. There's some where they're like, if you can do this job and the other job, we'll give you priority. Wow. Like they, 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 oh, like we can work out yeah. a combo deal. Like if you can do you. job 17 and job two at the same time, <laughs> like let's talk and, you know, stuff It's like, like with that. the phone company. Well, if you get internet too right. and cable, yeah, we can cut. Interesting. Uh, That's crazy. Oh, job 14. Well, sorry, I'm sorry. I keep going back to these because uh, I love these. Job 14. Call a home theater store that hung up on me and waste as much of their time as you can. I have other stores that I need this done for too that I pay the same for. Also, I need you to call my competitors who tried to get my dealership cut off. Waste as much of their time as possible. <laughs> I will provide a burn phone as well. $100 for one call only. This oh, is wow. amazing. It's almost like the opposite of the rehearsal where he has dealt with certain things in his life and he wishes he'd done it in a different way. So he's just making up for it by having other, other people, people do it? complain and, and then on record his behalf it. and like, yeah, and like get revenge I'm also in like, ways. The, especially the elevator one, like the reviewing elevators, for what purpose? Like what? And wants to make videos about it. Well, I like also the way they phrased it. You will complain about instead of you will talk, you will discuss. Like, it's, mm. not, it's not like we're trying to get, goose their rating on Yelp right. or no, something. No, no. It's, it's objectively. You're going to go in there and talk about how these things specifically suck, oh etc. And Can get you, uh, paid for it. Can read Job 35 for me? Look <laughs> <laughs> Eric's just going through them. <laughs> <laughs> job 35. So dog poop. The doorman down the street accused me of not picking up after my dog. I need someone to go to the dog park and collect as much poop as they can and spread it all around the building where I was accused. I will pay the fine if you get a ticket. $1,000 for anyone that will do it. One day job only. I'll do it. 1000 bucks to throw some shit, dog shit around? Yeah. Hell yeah. So this is like an angry retiree who has <laughs> a litany of gripes. Honestly, about. if you were like old and had nothing to do but just had like a ton of money to spend. Yeah. And like I no beneficiaries. Yeah. I yeah. feel like I would do shit like this. I would make a list of like... Useless, stupid jobs. You're just gonna get other people arrested. Is what's gonna happen. There was an episode of The Simpsons where pleasure. Mr. Burns makes Homer his prank monkey. Yeah, and makes him go out and do things, and like just gives him money to go out and like cause mischief. It's like it's along those yeah. lines. Yeah. Uh, yep. The thing about this listing too is that when you scroll through them, a lot of them are like they're bizarre. Some of them just say filled. It'll say like job sixteen filled. Filled. There are like four on there that are like he's editing the listing and going like I already have this one done. Don't even worry about this, it. This this feels like a real life Squid Game. <laughs> like after you do one, the guy is gonna give you a card and be like, if you would like yeah. to make more money, come you here. Come here. Yeah. Uh, okay. Last thing I'm gonna mention about this. There's like the final paragraph at the very end after all 42 jobs. We respond to emails immediately. If you're interested in a product review position, we will respond first to those that provide a photo. Uh, we respond immediately to all emails. Please pick up to two jobs only. You will be contacted last if you don't have a photo. If you want to do jobs that we can't list on Craigslist, put Shady in the subject when you email. Our post gets taken down if we list the other jobs. Squid game. <laughs> Total squid game. 
Definitely. This feels like how you apply to write for The Onion as well. <laughs> it is like super secretive. They have like a Google form. Yeah. It's, it's so fucking bizarre. I think we should all write our own list of 42 jobs for hire and come back to oh, the that's podcast. that's a great idea. I want, yeah, I want to like make weirdo postings on Craigslist like that. <laughs> super bizarre stuff. I feel like you used to see that back in the day on like... Um, missed connections, yeah, or like back page in the Chronicle, like it'd be oh, like, the best, right? Like real weirdo stuff. Like this can't be like this is a coded message that they're sending to someone. <laughs> like someone is looking for this specifically. This this is nonsense to everyone else except for one person out there. Yeah, it's like that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We definitely should do a follow up on a podcast one week where we all come with our own jobs. We should compete to see how much money we can make for the, on the responding <laughs> to these jobs. Were any of the jobs illegal or was it just all sort no, of weird They can't stuff list like their shady jobs. You have to respond and put shady in the subject line if you want to get the list. Get to the, the real sh- the real stuff. Eric. Okay. What? Eric Email Shady? Them. Email them shady. Find no, out what the I'm shady not, jobs no. are. I'm not going to email these people. Get on a list. And it's like a load of dog me. shit. I get dog poop in front of my house. No. Use like a, 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 you know, a different email account. It's signed Jake and Allen. Huh. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. It does fit. Yeah. It's very scammy. Yeah. I've already applied for two of them. <laughs> if you guys have any dog poop, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> for, I need it for an unrelated project. Yeah. Is this something that I, I assume like went viral and somebody? Like, I don't or? know. A friend of mine sent it to me last night. Okay. So I, I don't know where yeah. he found it. I yeah, assume yeah, yeah. it's somewhere. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I have no idea. Have you talked about New Game of Thrones on this podcast? Only very briefly. And uh, in the post-show last uh, episode, I was really... Dragging my heels on this. I really did not want to watch more Game of Thrones. Um, but I have watched the first, the two episodes that are out so far. Yeah, It's like a week-to-week release. Yeah. And I hate that I'm getting into it. I'm Why? so into it. <laughs> I'm into it, too. Yeah, I yeah. hated the first one. I was like, this is boring. Yeah. Um, I was also a little intoxicated, <laughs> so I wasn't like, paying that close attention. But then by the second, I was like, okay, we got some palace injury. But I want different... I, I want different families involved. Yeah. That's what made Game there, of Thrones so fun. And this is just the fucking Targaryens. Yeah, there are other ancillary families they're dealing with, but they don't really get into them. It's just right. like... But they're the stars of the... It's yeah. all about... It's all yeah. people with white hair. Like, there's, a, there's another family that's like, you know, oh, we also go back to old Valeria. Like, let's talk more about right. that. Right. <laughs> can y'all get... Some, can we get some scenes with them? But no, it's they, just people... So there's with, Valeria, but there's also a family called the Valarians. Yes. It's confusing. It's spelled slightly. I watch everything with subtitles on now. So it's spelled yeah. slightly I, especially for Game of Thrones and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Subtitles yeah. help so much. But at least you like find out a little bit like, oh, like the, the what are they called? The doom of old Valeria or the fall of old Valeria. It was a volcano eruption. Like, okay, thank you. The big cataclysm. Right. That, yeah. The reason it's not there anymore. It's like, right. they, like they, they at least are like breadcrumbing some things. You can tell how desperate hbo are to get people to watch it just that they have the exact same music in the intro like it's not like they're just like hey it's still game of thrones play the exact same tune which i'm all for and it's the same style the same yeah do you feel like a lot of people are hesitant to watch this one because the last season of game of thrones was so lackluster and they feel like almost burdened by it like was that how you were feeling about it or it's just you didn't want more i mean it's universe yeah, in one in one respect, like I was okay with the way it ended. I wish it had been better, but it's me fine. too. That's how I felt. Yeah, it was yeah. fine. Um, I'm just like, and again, this is me. I'm not like this. This is my take. Like, 
I know my, not everyone's going to agree with this. I'm tired of seeing white people fight with each other to rule the world. Mm. Uh, it's like we have this high fantasy setting. Anything goes. Oh, it's like, oh, and there's one black dude. Cool. Yeah. Like uh, one person speaks with a, an accent and she's the sex worker. <laughs> like I, I just wish it. And like oh, that's said, it's crazy. Like, Cause whenever I see that, I'm like, Oh, there's diversity. That's good. <laughs> that, man, this is 2022. It's, it's like you said, it's all these people with the white hair yeah, it to, is, to rule yeah. the world. It, it, I, it's like I the love Targaryens, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's I, like they, it was already very much very, that. And then they yeah. like really focused in on that one the specific family. Of right. People. For me, it was like a couple, th- I thought the, the game of Thrones for, for how good it was for like, 80 percent it was kind of a and i didn't mind the ending but it did feel like like it felt rushed and all the all the usual criticisms prequels i feel like are usually pointless Mm. because you know how it's going to end right except better call saul which just and that was was so good fucking great still need to watch that yeah i need to watch that too and i'm still a little mad that george r R. martin is just doing all these other things and not finishing the like i'm so there's a little resentment still from him i know it's not his job but it is his job like it is his job (laughs) to finish it yeah he's like it's your job he in the entire time Game of Thrones was running, even to now. Yes. One book has come out. 2011 was the, I think, was right. the last one. <laughs> what the fuck is he all doing? It, 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 he's he, he's, he been, he's being up. George R. R. Martin. He's right. just sort of tending to this franchise now. But yeah. it's like, it's kind of like what George Lucas did with Star but like he finished Star Wars. Yeah. Like he made the movie. I don't know. Um, yeah. And like George R. R. Martin's constantly saying that he's working on it and that it's going to come out. It's like, I think that last book that came out was like in season two. Mm. Of Game of Thrones, like the show oh, was still really? new. like it was. How many books are there? Four, Four or five. I don't remember. I've read them all Four. twice. I don't. Yeah, fuck, me too. It's been so long. I don't fucking remember. Wow. It, I, I just love the idea of he wrote such good books that now everyone's mad that he just doesn't write more books. We just <laughs> like and there. Yeah, I think I know. There's pressure. Like I'm sure he feel and he said this before. Like there's a lot of pressure now because it got because it started in the 90s. I think sure. the first one was in 1996. And, you know, he was, I feel like a nobody and then it took off and they're great. But I, I do feel like you, your primary responsibility. Well, isn't the thing, not to get like dark about it, but it's like finish this before you. Oh, that's been, it? yeah. And he gets mad when people oh, bring it, which I get. Oh, of course. I people would get, ma- yeah. just get mad. Just that. Everyone's yeah. treating like this tool. Yeah, who get needs your to, like, stuff <laughs> out before you die. Like, come on. Like, well, yes, the, that's obviously very insensitive. That happened but. with Wheel of Time with uh, Robert Jordan. All uh, Very similar in that it started and it, it, it got popular. And all of a sudden, but with him, he just started writing. There were more and more books. So the, the story just got longer and longer. And then he died. I just feel like wow. there's such fear with... No, he you can't please everyone with the ending, and right. maybe yeah. he just doesn't want to actually yeah. end it. But he he that. still the next book isn't even supposed to be the last one. Yeah, there's no, two more right. planned. Right. <laughs> so the books came out like you said they started in '96. There's five of them. Okay. Between '96 okay. and 2011, which is 15 years, he wrote five of them. Well, and you wow. can see in the release, it's like it was like '96, '98. Uh, 2001, uh, 2007. Two, you know, it's like it's, it's, it's he creepy. Starts stretching his legs. Yeah. Maybe he's, he's been distracted l- by the vans of money that pull up every. Of course, <laughs> of course. I don't blame him. Like, if I were in his shoes, I'd probably do the same thing. But, you think but I'm not. Point, you can I'm just a- hire a ghostwriter. To finish it. Well, Brandon Sanderson is going to be finishing this one up <laughs> the same way he did Wheel of Time. I got news for you. Uh-huh. They're going to, like, they're, they're, I, I just being, I feel like it's going to, but 
uh, actuarially, like certain things are going to happen, but that series will get finished one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, 2011. It's been 11 years since the last book came Damn. out. And we- I reread all the books like three or four years ago thinking, okay, this is the year the book's going to come out. Yeah. It didn't. And it's been another three or four years since then. <laughs> and I've forgotten it and all. And it's good. I mean, it is like, re- and, the, and the show was great. Like, it, you know. I, I don't remember if we brought this up on the podcast because sometimes I get muddled with like things I tell people in person versus what I say on the podcast. But we used to watch Game of Thrones at Bernie's place um, like every week back in the day. And at some points we would watch it outside. Like he would project the, uh, we use a projector outside like on the, on a wall and we'd watch it outside and it was the red wedding episode. And I don't remember if you were there for this, Gavin, but it was that scene where all the death was happening. And at the very same moment, his cat caught a mouse in the backyard (laughs) and was killing it. (laughs) And like essentially like, (laughs) and like fighting with his mouse and killing it at the same time as everyone getting fucking murdered Can you imagine? in the Red Wedding. And it was I'll very immersive, basically. <laughs> I'll, bet, I'll bet his neighbors were stoked. They're like, it is Sunday night. Like, I gotta fucking work in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> we're playing Game of Thrones. <laughs> hearing a live murder happen. <laughs> it's very funny. Man, yeah. So, anyway, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. So, yes, this is our Game of Thrones. This is our House of Dragons talk. I haven't and started it yet. There is a... I'm getting through... Uh, Westworld first, and then I'm also, also. is that good? Do you like it? I actually quite enjoyed the yeah. season. Yeah, I didn't think I would just based off like season one was probably like one of my favorite seasons of television. That's what I've heard about Westworld. The it's season one was so great. good. Yeah. Um, and I felt like the other seasons weren't as strong, but I actually quite liked the direction of this one. Uh, this season, okay. I liked this season, but I think it was my least favorite out of the four, just because you were left. I felt like I was left in the dark too long. Like what's like what's going on? And then when the season finished, I felt like it was set up for whatever's coming next. Like I'm excited about what's coming next, oh, okay. but I felt like, oh, we are very much, we were very much in the middle, middle of story. the story here. I just, yeah, some of the reveals that uh, happened, I think, were just like, I liked waiting for those reveals because then it feels more like, oh shit, like you're that's also watching it all on demand. I was waiting week to week. Yeah, that's I guess that's, so. It is yeah. very different. These that's about sex robots, right? Yeah, like sexy. <laughs> Do you know the premise ro- of or what hook or prostitute robot? It's basically Sorry, Westworld what? is like a like a world you could pay to go to and visit, and okay. it's like a very it's an immersive world where you have hosts, which are robots, okay, but like are very are pretty much like indistinguishable from humans, okay, all right. And when you're part of this world, you could have sex with them, you could kill them, like essentially just like you can do whatever you want. It's your fantasy, right. or yeah. whatever. Okay, huh? Um, and it's. Uh, Obviously, things go in a dark direction. Okay. Yeah. Well, then you know, starts to deal with you know what is consciousness, consciousness like? Yeah. Oh, are these are things the really alive or more not? More human than the well, human. Like Hell yeah. Awareness and well, emotion. Like, well, it's more like you know. No, our, but I've seen it. Our like shortcomings and failure, <laughs> since they're modeled on humans, our shortcomings and failures are inherently theirs as well. Man, we handled all this shit in Star Trek: The Next Generation <laughs> with Data. There, there was a uh, a night. Uh, there was like a, a Westworld movie from the seventies. Yeah, with Yul Brenner. Yul Brenner takes right? his, fa- his face is off yeah. on the VH. Yeah, I remember that. It was a Michael Crichton book. Is that banging in that? There is a in that movie. There is like a a Roman world where it's like all um, like orgies and like 
drunken parties. Is it the same source text or is it based on the same? It's ship? very loosely okay, based on right. the same thing. Right. Like the theme park with robots Got kind it. of thing. Mm-hmm. And like in season two of the, the of the show, they do show some of the other parks. Like, like I said, in the movie, there was like a Roman world, but there is no Roman world in the TV show. There's yeah. like other worlds. Okay. It's a Japan world at one point. In there. It's quite good. Yeah. I would recommend it. All right. Yeah. It's always been one of those. It's like maybe you'll get to it when you get maybe to it. Westworld. You, yeah. but it's one of those. It's one of those shows that people spoil with their theories. Yes. So just don't listen to people. Yeah. It's while so funny it. when uh, when you know we were talking about Severance for a really long time, and then Gav, you and Meg started watching it and loved it and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, can I talk about some of my theories? And both of you guys were like, no, like absolutely <laughs> not. And I was like, but I wanna. <laughs> Because a lot of the time people are right, and then it's just like, oh, and that was the reveal, and I already was thinking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what like, happened with Game of Thrones too. Like the fan theories were right; they like fans yeah. figured it that's out. What happened to me with Westworld? Yeah. Oh, really? With the uh, are you yeah, not caught up on it though? You stopped after season. Two. I watched season one and two. One and two. Okay. Three is the best one, in my opinion. Um, but if you start one, one is very strong. Like if you start the first episode, you start like the first couple, you're like, oh shit, like this is. This is good. Like it's Season got a really strong hook. Like we're incredible. off to we're off to the fucking races. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But also go in trying not to remember what we told you already. About. I feel like we All talked right. about it in a very Feels roundabout vague way. Yeah, yeah. I Although, feel like yeah. this is what like, I've known about Westworld okay. from Twitter. Or yeah. Whatever. Also, I tried to talk about it more abstract, like almost even from the point where it's like you can translate to the movie too. Like okay. the old shitty movie that I know only Brian probably remembers because we're both <laughs> old as hell. I never watched it, but I worked in a video store, so I definitely uh, remember seeing the video. I wa- I've watched it a few times. It's it's Are you fine. a big Yul Brynner fan? Uh, yeah, yeah, man, Yul Magnificent yeah. Seven. Fuck yeah, he was the shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's it's like one of those high concept sci-fi movies that they tried to make way too early. It's like. They but were, it was uh, the seventies, right? It's like they're in the seventies. <laughs> like we don't have the technology to really pull oh. it off or make people like even their grandest ideas for what the future and what technology could do is still like, oh, that's all like shitty and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many glorious disasters in the seventies like that. Just like move, I don't know. Just like oh, just yeah, sort of went for it. Yeah. Like, and I think about some earlier movies that go for it, like from a sci-fi perspective, mm-hmm. and they nail it. Like uh, going back to that Tom Scott video you did, uh, eating the hot sauce. Like you all talked about like the first graphical spreadsheet and like, you know, having, you know, computer displays. Like it's my worst answer. Probably (laughs) the movie 2001, a space odyssey. When that movie came out, computer monitors did not exist, but in the movie they do like, like they, they were still prescient enough to know, like this is the direction Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. things are going to go into. So like these computers need to have monitors for people to be able to interact with them. That's crazy. And it's like, that was not a thing that we hadn't been to the moon yet. Right. Like it is that, that movie is so good. It's not one I watch all the time, but whenever I see it, it's just like, and and even like the effects that look relatively simple now, like all the lights going, it's just like to do that then was Mm -hmm. insane. And the whole like rotating set, the rotating set with the, like the flight attendant and that space, Plane yeah. is fucking cool as hell, and, and it's not shot in like a "Hey, look at our set" kind of way. It's just shot so subtly, where you're just like he's just running around, and it's just like. Well, also, there's that. Very, <laughs> it's uh, they also really start to show off like the uh, at one point when early in the movie when like he falls asleep, you know, and he's like weightless, and there's the floating pen like yeah. next to him. And it's like it's floating, like oh that's cute, but then like someone comes and grabs it and picks it up and moves it, like oh okay no that that was really fucking cool. Yeah. Kubrick's the best. Yeah. I've, God, he's so Kubrick's good. the best, but somehow also the worst at the same time. Yeah. 
like supposedly an absolute Horrendous. nightmare <laughs> to work oh, with. Oh, with all the takes? Yeah, yeah. like a million. T- I know, but man, it's that, like how when he hit, he hit. Do you guys feel like there's not a lot of new movies coming out these days? I feel like we're, it's the same. I feel like it's the same way with video games where it's like the big blockbusters are kind of in a lull. I feel like yeah. everything got delayed. Like, yeah. We're kind of still dealing with that. We I just saw like- Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. It's like the most recent new movie I felt like I've seen. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. Yeah. Did you it. like it? I wouldn't watch it again, but I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably the same. Well, I think with like any murder mystery kind of movie, it's like once you've once seen you it and it, you know yeah. the outcome, you're like, okay. It's like Knives Out. Like, Knives yeah. Out, though, was so good. It was good. There, yeah. That Actually, next one's coming out this year in December. There's a second one? Glass Onion. Is Chris Evans in it again? Daniel Craig is back. Beyond- Dang it. <laughs> like Beyond that, I, I think it's a different cast. It does yeah. feel like we're in a trans. I mean, like, it, it feels to me like the business model of movies kind of collapsed, and they're like, and, but they don't want to just come out and say it's dead yet. Mm. You know what I'm like? I feel like the pandemic kind of killed it, and they're just. Are well, we just seeing know. the lag from the pandemic? And just I like, think so. There were, yeah. pe- there were people that made films during that, but then there was also a lot of things that didn't get made, and now we're just. Well, I think we're seeing them. You, the pandemic also pushed for quicker turnaround and more direct distribution to consumers like you know warner did all their movies on Mm -hmm. hbo max Mm -hmm. and now you're seeing a lot it's a lot easier to rent a movie and watch it at home while it's still playing in the theater like i rented and watched nope at home the other day it's like 20 bucks it's like well if i'm going to the theater i'd probably spend more than 20 bucks if i you know buy what do you think for me and my wife i thought it was really good you like nope uh go to the draft house buy a bunch of food it's like yeah i'll pay 20 bucks to rent this and watch it at home while it's still in the theater yeah Definitely. It was good. It was worth it. I did that for, uh, I think it was the live action Mulan movie. I think we like bought, like rented it or bought it on Disney Plus to watch it. Oh yeah, it. they had that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you're starting, now you're starting to see that. I think there's a lot of pivoting happening. Like now mm-hmm. that we have data on how many people are willing to pay and how much they're willing yeah. to pay. Now, yeah. now you're starting to see a lot more like calculations. Like what's where are we going to. What's the price gonna, point? Right. What's yeah. the price what point? You, what are you willing to do what, for a first run? What budget can we give a movie? Do we know yeah. we're going to get on the back end in revenue from, you know, direct to consumer streaming? It, um, it also though too, just feels like the turnaround from in the theaters to streaming or whatever, or you can rent for like five bucks feels so short now. Yeah. It does feel like, uh, like I haven't been to the movies, and I, I, mean, I think since before the pandemic, have mm-hmm. I gone? Have you oh, gone? Really? You haven't gone since. I don't think so. I mean, I guess you have kids. Yeah. And and... Did I? Maybe I saw one, but I, it doesn't. But uh, but in my mind, it's like ah, eh, six weeks, it'll be out on something. Yeah. Like whereas, like you remember back in the day, it was like a fucking year. It was a year. Or, or yeah. Years. It was a year. Like, it was and forever. then it would be on HBO. We'd like shit. I don't yeah, have HBO. Yeah, I don't have HBO. Yeah. yeah. When's it coming to USA? <laughs> right. Yeah. I guess for me, it's like. Going to the movies is something to do. Like, and I, I think ever since things started like coming back to normal a little bit since the pandemic, mm-hmm. I'm just looking for excuses to do stuff for sure, and like just be out, especially yeah. like with people or even just like in public. And so, movies is like an easy thing. Just like, yeah, let's go sit in a theater and order some yeah. food. And yeah, I love like the Alamo. I mean, the Alamo is great. great. And but yeah, I just haven't. I don't know why. Uh, stuff is coming break. out so fast though. Like I walked past the new Jurassic Park or Jurassic World in Best Buy. I feel oh. like that only just was out. Yeah, they're really shortening the time. Like it, like it's coming to rent and then to own on digital and then they're turning those discs around yeah. really mm-hmm. fast. Yeah. Like, and I didn't want to watch it in either format. I, <laughs> I, I, I feel like <laughs> the exception to that, and it's probably because of Tom Cruise, is Top Gun Maverick. Like it had. Oh yeah, everybody was going to Is that out on, like on it, it's rental on, yet? It's available on VOD now. Like you can buy it digitally. I don't 
The disc, but I think the disc comes out next week. I would, Hell I would yeah. buy that on VOD. I loved that movie. Yeah. Uh, and but uh, but that that's like that they definitely embrace like an older Hollywood uh, release, release cadence. cadence with that. Yeah, but Tom that Cruise it, is like it will be in theaters only. Yeah, I'm fucking Tom Cruise. You uh, got to go to the big room. To watch. From the same guy that provided the don't watch the. Uh, high refresh rate on your own TV. What, yeah. Was that a PSA he did? Yeah. Oh. Like how, to, how to disable uh, motion smoothing on your TV. I yeah, hate it's like, turn that off. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so that, they, they, that still, I feel like, that came out at the beginning of summer, but now it's already available. Like that, even that's faster than it used to be. But yeah. they definitely went through their full theatrical We're going to try to give it a full, yeah, give it that. a full run. I want it on disc. Yeah. That's what I want. I don't remember the last time I bought a physical movie. Oh, I still yeah. do it. Years. It just seems probably. like the best way to, the best quality. They won't yank it out from under you? Yeah, and it won't get like patched or You get like <laughs> a Blu-ray or something? Or? Yeah, just like a 4K yeah. Blu-ray. Yeah. Although I think a lot of the films, are, um, like, uh, like all the Avengers stuff, if it had like IMAX format, it's yeah. actually you get like a taller image if you watch on disney plus than if you buy the disc but so uh vod is available now uh the disc doesn't come out till november 1st damn for top gun maverick fair play noted uh but yeah lots of times also there, there's that website that uh you and i've looked at before it's like real 4k or not i forget what the website is yeah. and it like lists every physical disc release it tells you whether it's actually a true 4k transfer or if it's like there's an intermediary step or it's been upscaled it's a, so, yeah it's like when you buy the game of thrones box set it's like now it, the whole oh, thing I've, was shot in 2K, so it's like why? I've been to that site, Mr. Skin. It's <laughs> 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 great. Oh, uh, but yeah, I, I think also would like a lot. We talked about this. I'm not gonna talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've talked about that so many times. Uh, like, all right, stop. <laughs> That's me. I, I, I feel physically like, stopping. It wants to come out and like go through it again. You're pulling on your own leash. Yeah. <laughs> so what is everyone doing right now, right at this moment that this podcast is happening? September 5th. It is. Around 6.23 p.m. Uh, probably eating dinner. What if we all come here and we'll send us a message from, from the future? <laughs> God damn it. The last time we had that discussion, it was with Brian as well. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The we, we, was it the last labored or another pre-tape? It was yeah. when our pre-tape was at the same time as the live, which oh, yeah. wasn't live. Yeah, it was like we pre-taped two episodes, basically. Right. See, it's not uh, confusing. You got it right away. That, would have, that, was, totally that has only happened once, you, and it would have been perfect, Eric. I still don't get the concept. <laughs> it's like Back to the Future 2. Like, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, the big shark's going to come out and eat you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, Barbara? What are you doing? Probably, uh, I'm probably still in my pajamas. And maybe I'm watching Top Gun. Oh. I might do that this weekend. Hmm. Long weekend. Rent some... Go to the danger zone. Exactly. I'm going to try my goal. And I did this Father's Day, like, start drinking early. Yeah, but try to hide it. Not hide it, but, like, keep it together. So it's, like, maintain that level. Yeah. So I can kind of coast through the whole... Um, I started that with Father's Day, like start out, you know, 10 a.m. or something, you know, you, nice. Is it like, beer at 10 a.m.? Beer, you, yeah. yeah. Uh, or something, yeah, probably beer. And then, But then um, they brought, somebody brought me as a gift. Uh, it was 9% beer. <sighs> like it was, and I was, and but my judgment was got so down the hatch. And I do not remember the rest Basically of Basically just Father. drinking like pints of wine at that yeah, point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yes. And 
um, they kept uh, saying, uh, apparently during dinner, I mean, I kind of remember, you know, it's like fuzzy. <laughs> Happy Father's but, uh, Day. But there's this show we've been watching, uh, What We Do in the Shadows, yeah. The Vampire. And at one point. We just started it. Oh, it's so good. It's so at, good. At one point, The Vampire, she keeps saying, or she just, it's a throwaway line. She's like, oh, your stupid little baby feelings. Or so, to one, and I said that the entire dinner. <laughs> to the point to where my four-year-old now says that at school to her classmates. I love that. Because her drunk dad <laughs> well, she like, got you, something stuck in his yeah, brain. She saw you were killing with it. She's like, I, yeah. I got to use some of yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the goal is to recreate that. Speaking of drunk dad, Brian, we're going to see some pro wrestling on uh, Thursday. Oh, are you? I'm bringing the kids, He's baby. bringing two kids to the pro wrestling show. It's going to be good. I I feel like every time I look at your Instagram story, Eric, it, you're at a, a wrestling show. R- wrestling is back in Austin, Texas. It's fantastic. <laughs> I, I like seeing like this elaborate move like off the ropes, yeah. upside down, and then you just hear like, Woo! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really cool. Like At this point, I'm like in my mid-30s, so watching like these kids who are like 22 and like finally have like, okay, I think I know how to put this match together. And like, they just go insane doing this stuff is really fun. But these, like it, this inspire pro show that we're going to, is it a pin, like the pinballs that's like all the way up North. So you the just big go one? early and play arcade games. Or <laughs> and then watch oh. wrestling. Yep. But and th- there's a, a booth there sometimes that um, hands out free beer. So something free. to be aware of. I, they they can't especially the nine year old she cannot wait like oh, I, we really? were we I was showing oh, her some videos you. she's into like scary stuff and she'll see me watching like old wrestling clips mm-hmm. or she was like is there gonna be blood and I was like I don't know you know and she was kind of asking me she's like uh, you know asking me how it's worked she's like but it's not real right and I'm kind of explaining like well it's like you know it's choreographed but like some of the moves really do hurt and she's like well then why do they do it and I'm like because it's really fun like you'll, you'll really get into it so she's really stoked and a friend of a comic friend of mine Roxy I think works or oh, Roxy yeah, yeah. Castillo she's like the manager for like like the main event guys. Yeah, I saw her. She's great. That's awesome. Yeah, because she mentioned, we did a show together a couple months back, and she mentioned on stage she had been doing some pro wrestling stuff. And then I saw her on a trailer, so I'm I'm stoked to see her. And, yeah, I'm so jealous. I want to, before I die, I want to be a pro wrestling manager for, like, one fucking mat. Like, a heel, just an evil. I want to come out and just insult the shit out of the country. In country. Ireland? Real- Oh, yeah. that would be great. Ireland, oh, God. Just dust off my IRA jokes. And, <laughs> uh, hope, just, I hope you don't bomb. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yes. hey, we all got one. Um, I, I found out that Eric's been holding out on me in this local wrestling scene. I, I, I saw on Reddit that there was a, a local wrestler called Luigi Primo. Yeah, he yes. makes the best pizza. Who makes pizzas while oh. he wrestles. Yeah. Yes. Luigi Primo comes out and he wrestles with. He'll probably be at that show. Oh, he's really good. Yeah. I'm so excited to see. I hope he's he like is. Tossing, I know he wasn't Bill, but he's tossing pizza oh. dough as he's wrestling and uses it as a prop. My favorite his, thing how is, dirty is that throwing it in. to the opponent. Right. And he's like, "What the fuck am I going to do with this?" I do love, obviously, like wrestling being, you know, a performance in a sense and stuff like that, and just like the whole yes and thing where it's like. Yeah, he's doing this whole pizza flipping thing, and the other guy's like trying to swat it and like all this stuff. Like, who was the guy in the, in the old clip where he was like throwing people around the ring with his mind? 
My, fa- my favorite is like <laughs> the guy whose arm is a snake, and then oh, the guy snake charms it, <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> it turns on him. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. What was that famous clip for? It's like someone's wearing like a mask, and they take it off, and it's like actually them or it's something. It's sting. sting mask. Yeah. Sting. Yeah. yeah Sting's that... wearing a sting mask, and he takes off the mask. And he's wearing... <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's a classic. He's done that like three times now, and it's great. Every oh, uh, so Luigi funny. Primo is supposed to be at that show. He's a bad guy now. He turned heel. Oh no. Oh. Oh, not he Luigi. Said that, uh, he's not happy with Inspire Pro, so he started a weird affection with a guy named the Red Scare and another guy named the Great Depression. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, God. Indie uh, wrestling is the I, best. I love this. Luigi Primo's Twitter handle is at best pizza chef. Yep. <laughs> Very he's a Austin, Texas guy. Yeah, he's here. He's great. He has like T-shirt. I saw some of his. I, I'm definitely gonna get some of his, his merch, merch right too. Now. Like he, he has this podcast? deranged look yeah, with the big absolutely. muscle. Yeah, we could. I think Luigi Primo would definitely we be on the get podcast. him and Chupi the Chupacabra cat. Yeah, we'll I get like, Chupi. We'll get Austin Legends, Luigi Primo, and Chupi <laughs> the Chupacabra cat. I, oh, I love this little podcast. enamel pin. It's like a slice of pizza that oh, says Luigi Primo. Yeah, I was the last indie show I was at in Austin was. Gosh, I forget. It was like a hardcore. It was an anarchy wrestling. It's several years ago, and it was down, or it was at a, kind of a barish area, but it had an open area downtown. It, yeah, it may, yeah, and it was like in February. It was in the winter, and it was below freezing, and it was an outdoor <laughs> show. It was the cold, and these guys are coming out, you know, and they're wrestling oh their tights and just free. But yeah, it was it was super fun. It, and when they would like dive into the crowd, they were like. Get out of the way. I mean, they weren't like letting up because yeah. we were there. Oh, yeah, that's it awesome. Yeah, it's it was great. Fun. It's a lot of fun. This this one, it like renting out pinballs for Inspire Pro is like Genius. the smartest move because during the break, you're like, I will go play the coin dropper game for 10 minutes and <laughs> yeah. get another beer. And then this come makes right me want to go back to Blazer Tag. That's exactly how it feels. It's a blast. Oh, let's we go. Should, we should do that again. Just like pick a, a night and like just do it. Who's in? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're a liar. It's a halfway. See, it's like <laughs> it's half fledged. He wants to be yeah, invited, and then we'll decide if he wants yeah, to. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe not. Because I like blazer tag, but I don't See, like. See, now going I out. feel bad for. Are not you not social? Do you no, just not like I going out at all? It, it, like, it's no insult to anybody. I know. It's no, just like, I, get I just that. don't like to go out. I get that. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I if it wasn't for stand, that's like yeah. the main thing that gets me out. It was really yeah. funny. And kids, I guess. We we did it for Gavin's birthday. We did blazer tag. Oh, that's cool. I live right by there. And I guess like. Meg organized the whole thing. And as part of the package deal, like we each got like a little thing of coins to like mm-hmm. go play the arcade games. And it was like literally like she was our mom. And I was like, Can I get more coins so I can go <laughs> play more games? <laughs> and she like at some point came around with like some more coins for everyone's little buckets. And we were just like, La la la. <laughs> we have jobs. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, mom. Blazer tag is fun. Yeah, I've been to Bla- I've been to many a child's birthday party at Blazer Tag. We mentioned this on an episode it's of Anma fun. a couple yeah. episodes ago, but when Jeff and I worked at the call center, when Blazer Tag was still new, instead of eating lunch, sometimes during our lunch break, we'd go to Blazer Tag and just like wipe up on the little kids that were there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, w- I love doing that. Like one time we were we like me and like a bunch of little like six year olds were like behind this. Co- I was like, well, I got my child soldiers here yeah. and I just had them kind of fan out and draw the enemy fire. <laughs> Hold them in front of you, blocking your. Yeah. <laughs> your, uh, your <laughs> Here's pack. your key to get you into heaven when you die. Yeah, I think yeah. now that summer's over, we can book the place out again. Yeah. Definitely. It was such a blast. Uh, y'all just booked the whole place? Like... It was like after hours, I think, okay. technically. That's tight. And yeah, we booked out the whole... So it was like the whole place was ours. That's awesome. That's, that's really Which great. honestly, like now I don't know if I could ever not do it that way. <laughs> like 
That's some like, Elva, not having, that's like some a Elva bunch shit. Of kids or <laughs> no, like just in terms of like if you get a big group together and you all like pull your money together and actually like rent out a space rather than trying to like wait for a machine and a bunch of kids yeah. and like waiting for your turn to play laser tag. I'm just too old to wait anymore. <laughs> I can't wait. Not enough time left. <laughs> yeah. Get the hell out of the way, kids. My, exactly. Kids could like wait and play together. I'm too selfish. There you go. And impatient and old. All right. Well, let's uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, let's go play laser tag. Yeah. Thanks yeah. everyone for watching. <laughs> we'll see you guys uh, next week. We'll be live again next week. Bye. <laughs>